Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Later on Tuesday, today as I say it, uh, they are going to have the vote on whether Kevin McCarthy stays the Speaker of the House or not. He's calling the vote, actually. And he just told reporters, if five Republicans go with the Democrats, then I'm out. It's that simple. So he seems to be fairly resigned to the process. And let's do it. Let's get it over with. Let's move on with our lives, which is a good way to approach it. Yeah. Well, then what? Matt Gates. Exactly. Then what? Exactly. I think I I wonder if Kevin McCarthy's not thinking, Okay, I don't think I'm going to get booted out. If I do get booted out, you're going to go through like 30 votes for some names nobody's ever heard of who don't really want the job. Then you're going to come back to me and I'm going to be back Speaker of the House. Yeah, that's absolutely a possibility. Although, uh, in, in, a, in a weird way, the fact that he's going through this proves that the job's probably not worth having anyway. So if he gets booted out, he'll be thinking it's a good thing. Just the <laughs> third time in our nation's history and it's... Uh, the first time in the 1800s, it was uh, the old switcheroo. It was like uh, it was kind of like this one. It's kind of like, all right, here we're going to call the vote just to show that you don't have the votes, and they didn't have the votes. And mm-hmm. then there's another one that didn't go all the way through, and then now this. Uh, it's because we're so close. I mentioned this yesterday. The average majority in the House in the 20th century was 82. So generally, you have like an 80-vote cushion for these sorts of things or more. And now we're 50-50, more or less. Yeah, so you could have 35 firebrands, and it just wouldn't matter. Right. Yeah, oh, that's that's so interesting. The other aspect of this that is it's somewhat obvious, forgive me, but the Democrats are absolutely licking their chops, every Democrat in America, at the idea that, look at the Republicans, they're so dysfunctional, they, they can't be in charge. How can you vote for Republicans? Look at them. Yeah. And, you know, because of that tiny majority, uh, that's that explains some of it. But. I don't, I don't know how this stuff lands with regular people. It doesn't even mean anything to me, and I follow politics every single day for my job. But it doesn't mean anything to me. I've heard numbers of references among politicos talking about. Remember that nightmare fifteen round vote to get McCarthy? It wasn't a nightmare. It had no effect on my life whatsoever. That it took it fifteen. Was mildly round, interesting. <laughs> mildly, I mean, really mildly. Um, it wasn't a nightmare for anybody. It didn't take the nation through anything that was difficult. Who 
flipping cares. Right. Yeah, well, and that's why the premium will be on stretching it uh, as long as possible so that the word and, and the media will be absolutely complicit in this. The word will get out that the Republicans are floundering. I guess they can't elect a Speaker of the House or something. All they need is for the general consciousness of America to accept that the Republicans are nuts. Right. You're right. And, and that'll be enough. Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah, it's the uh, the 15 rounds of voting was about as notable as like taking a walk and seeing an especially large bird. Well, I saw a big bird today. Really? Huh. Anyway, what do you want for dinner? Yeah, it was about that big an occurrence in, in life. Well, speaking of life and death, interesting piece in the Washington Post today about um, the spectacular uh, drop in life expectancy and what's going on in America and what it means. Uh, it's interesting. One of the more interesting quotes is that this University of Michigan professor who studies population health, actually it says population health equity. Oh, great. So already I don't like him. Uh, but he points out that uh, the big ticket items are cardiovascular diseases and cancers. People always go to homicide, opioid addiction, right. HIV, um, and and that is a tragedy, the the drug addiction thing, and we really ought to be doing something about it as a country, including closing the border. But yeah, I mean the the, the number of people who who die from those things is absolutely dwarfed by, you know, heart disease and cancer, which is to a large extent about obesity, and and you've got these jackasses with their fat acceptance campaigns. I'm not for mocking people who are heavy. Goodness knows. I I am not in a glass house uh, throwing stones on that topic. Um, But it's a terrible, terrible problem. It it ought to be, you know, we say this now and again, it ought to be the lead story on every news uh, outlet in the country for at least a week. That's fat shaming. Do you see my, my, I'm wearing a Lizzo t-shirt today. I'm surprised nobody's commented on my Lizzo t-shirt. But uh, she's fat positive. Why do you have a Lizzo t-shirt? Because I thought it was hilarious. It is. It is hilarious. I saw it at Target, and I thought, that's hilarious for me to wear that. (laughs) Well, you're right. So the uh, Washington Post interviewed scores of clinicians, patients, and researchers, analyzed county-level death records from the past five decades, specifically people 35 to 64, because in America, we have the greatest number of excess deaths compared with peer nations. And, uh, and you know, the, the long story short of it is that we're losing a hell of a lot of people um, to the main diseases, chronic illnesses. They erase more than twice as many years of life among people younger than 65 as all the overdoses, homicides, suicides, and car accidents combined. More than twice as many. Um, and they mentioned that in the early 80s, people in the poorest communities were 9% more likely to die each year. But the gap grew to 49% in the past decade. Wow. And was 61% during COVID. That's incredible. And, of course, because it's the Washington Post, they point out that the uh, the difference uh, between you know the rich and poor is much more stark in America than, for instance, Canada, France, and Japan. Although I have a feeling they cherry-picked those countries because that's what they do. And finally, this, 40 years ago, small towns and rural regions were healthier for adults in the prime of life. The reverse is now true. Urban death rates have declined sharply, while rates outside the country's largest metro areas flattened and then rose. Just before the pandemic, adults 35 to 64 in the most rural areas were 45% more likely to die each year than people in the largest urban centers. 
Life expectancy going backwards is not something I expected in my lifetime, among the many other things I didn't expect in my lifetime. Like wondering uh, yeah, who's a boy true. or who's a girl. <laughs> well, and now demographers, to the extent that they can predict the future, are saying, yeah, the human population is absolutely going to peak pretty soon and then will decline. Now, I, I take that sort of prediction with a grain of salt because of the number of things that can happen between now and, say, 2060 or 2080. But it appears we're seeing a hell of a lot of peaks of things which seemed inevitable in uh, that seemed that they would inevitably grow during the 20th century and the first part of the 21st century, including American power and, and, and peace on Earth. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, hmm. I was just wondering on a... People aren't reproducing, so they don't... You don't, you don't have that. I mean, having kids really focuses you on a lot of things about the future in a different way than if you don't have kids. Man, if you got if all you got is your next 30, 40 years on the planet and you don't care what happens after that, it's different than having kids that are going to be around sure. and have to live here and I don't know how that's going to be affected either, but anyway, people that aren't having kids are they more likely to eat and drink and drug themselves to death? I don't know. I don't have any idea. I don't know either. Interesting question. Uh, they also point out that roughly one in seven middle-aged Americans still smokes. The overall population is much lower than that. But yeah, if you're in middle age, you lived at least part of your life prior to the giant anti-smoking campaigns. So I mentioned this yesterday. Um, sorry if you heard it once already. I'll do a short version. But this, I have re- really liked this new perspective. I learned this from a YouTube video. You can. I'll, I'll have us. Put this at our website, in case you don't want to try to find it. Uh, Hanson, I'll send it to you. We can post it at the website. It's a table where you can look up your current age and see what your life expectancy is from your current age. Because everybody just looks at the overall life expectancy, but that's not the way to do it. If you're 45, for instance, well, I got it right here in front of me. If you're 45, you have, on average, uh, as a woman, 36.31 more years. As a man, 32.16. You can look it up. And it's above that number of life expectancy normally here. Anyway, take that number and then um, pretend it's like your life is a 24-hour day. So you just divide your current age by the overall number. Then you do the same. You make the same fraction with 24 hours. And I did it for my age, my life expectancy. I got like another 23 years according to the chart. And so for me in a 24-hour day, if I was born at midnight and the next midnight's the end of my life, I'm at 5.18 in the afternoon. And I've liked that perspective since I figured this out over the weekend. You know, uh, there's still plenty of time to do stuff. You know, look at a typical day, 5.18, you know, it's it's late in the afternoon, but I can still do plenty of things. I can go for a bike ride or get something done this evening or whatever I want to do. But I don't have endless time. It's not like it's 10 in the morning. Yeah. And I got all day. When Jack brought this up the other day, I panicked and I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized, oh, it's because I go to bed at 10 o'clock. So 5.18 seems later in the day than, uh, you know, if, if I'm going to stay up till midnight. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else gets any value out of that, but I find it an interesting way to look at where I am in my life. Yeah, I get that. And a, a combination of not wanting to waste time, but not feeling like, you know, the end is nigh. <laughs> Of course, if you're, if you're older and you do this chart and everything like that, and it's like 10, sure. 10 till midnight, I'm not sure that does any, any good for your day. Good God, it's 10 till midnight. 
I got 10 minutes oh. left. I think at that point you stopped sweating it. You just kind of accept <laughs> it and and, yeah. and move along. Yeah, probably. Um, what do you think of that? Do you like it as a perspective or anything else you can comment on? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hanks sharing on Instagram writing, beware, there's a video out there promoting some dental plan with an AI version of me. I have nothing to do with it. The actor seeking to protect his fans from being duped by the power of technology. One of the core issues at the heart of the SAG after strike, actors seeking protection against their image being used without their consent. Hanks in a recent interview. Outside of the understanding that has been done with AI or deep fake, there'll be nothing to tell you that it's not me and uh, and me alone. Wow, I never should have gone to Forrest Gump Dental. That explains a lot. <laughs> Damn it. Uh yeah, I didn't quite to get the tie in with the strike. I mean, these are criminals. Um using your likeness with that, but of course they're doing it without your consent. They're criminals. <laughs> it's not quite the same as should there be a deal in place where you need to get paperwork signed to use his voice. Well, I, I think what they're saying is they need to figure out how to not make actors vulnerable to the studios doing the very same thing the mm. wacky dentist did. Um, so they're going to have the vote later today, apparently on whether or not Kevin McCarthy gets booted out or not, which I'm not that interested in, but we got this text. Joe, you're spot on about the Democrats laughing at us. Jack, do you not see the mayhem within the dysfunctional Republican Party? That should bother you. Say what you will about the Democrats. They know how to stick together, and that's why they win. You know what they've got as a coalescing force that is stronger than whatever holds Adams together? Donald Trump. And as, if he's ever off the scene, they will... Come apart because he is he is the glue. But anyway, yep. uh, just this just came across like a minute ago from Representative Jayapal, one of the squad. I don't know if she speaks for other Democrats or not. We are not voting in any way that will help Republicans because 
if the Democrats don't vote to keep Kevin McCarthy around as Speaker of the House, then all you got to do is lose four Republicans? Four. And McCarthy gets booted out. Um, let Republicans wallow in their pigsty of incompetence and inability to govern. They are destroying our institutions. Again, I don't know if she speaks for other Democrats or not. I have no idea. She's a radical she Marxist is. crackpot. Um, and yeah. I don't know. What would you do if you were a Demo- the Democrats? I think I'd let it let let this. I don't think I would vote to save him. What what's in it for you? Um, uh, let it look like the Republicans are just lost and dysfunctional and. Right, I would let them seek desperately a unanimous choice for speaker because it's got to be practically unanimous when you have such a tiny majority. Um, so you know, it's uh, they get to cast aspersions. It's an incredibly difficult situation for Kevin McCarthy uh, to require unanimity to get anything done. Yeah, and just so you understand, in case you're not paying attention to this real close, when you hear the news later today that Kevin McCarthy has been ousted as speaker, that's not the end of the story at all. Because then you have to pick a new speaker, and there's no name being floated out there, and certainly no name is going to be floated out there that will get enough votes to become speaker. So the voting will begin, I don't know when. Unless Matt Gates truly just hates Kevin McCarthy and wants to damage him however he can, which is part of it, uh, the, anybody who would come forward with the support of the 95% of Republicans who support Kevin McCarthy would be very McCarthy-like. You know, they're just going to get a different guy who, who, who walks and quacks like the duck that is Kevin McCarthy. Well, let me read this from Matt Gates to be fair to him. Sure. For some people, policy failures are recast as personal because their own failures are personally embarrassing to them. This isn't personal. I can cite the specific elements of House rules that have been violated. Kevin McCarthy agreed to a rule that we would have 72 hours to read legislation. He blew past that. Kevin McCarthy agreed to the rule that we would not put anything over $100 million on the suspension agenda, so that couldn't be amended. He blew past that. Kevin McCarthy agreed to the Hastert rule, which is that you would never use Democrat votes to roll a majority of the majority. On the last Ukraine supplemental, 101 Republicans voted for it. 117 Republicans voted against it. So does that sound personal to you? He's just trying to subjugate his real and significant breaches of our agreement as some sort of personal dispute, but that says more about him than it says about what we're trying to do. Uh, so That's he, a good statement. Yeah, he's he said, we made this agreement. You said you'd do these things. You didn't do them, and now I want you out. Yeah, well, that's, that's perfectly justifiable as far as it goes, but to what end? Right. If you don't have somebody lined up that can get the votes, though, and you're still going through with it, I still think it's personal. Right. And again, that's a strong statement. It's a good one. But if and this is likely, I believe the Republican Party ends up looking forlorn and, and uh, you know, disorganized and unable to get its act together. And that affects the last the next, you know, three election cycles or whatever. Um, I, that's an exaggeration. If it affects, you know, next election cycle or two, then what have you gotten by punishing Kevin McCarthy? It's like telling your boss off because they deserve it. How about you serve your greater good, keep your mouth shut, and start looking for another job? You're quote-unquote right, but you're going to damage that which you claim to be defending. Armstrong and Getty. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. P and a V. Moment of panic in a vestibule. This is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> They're fire, uh, filing a motion of, to expel a member who, in a moment of panic, was trying to escape a vestibule. Give me a break. Um, there was a mention of Jamal Bowman, Congressman um, Jamal Bowman, and the pulling of some sort of fire alarm. Just to clarify some things on that, because I know there was um, likely some folks kind of scratching their heads, wondering what it was they were asking I'm speaking McCarthy about that's real serious and frankly reeks of the sort of stunts that, you know, Republicans try to try to pull sometimes. And don't be like Republicans. The Republicans want to make this uh, they want they want to kind of see how far they can they can run the trail on this here. So we have not heard the last about uh, fire alarm gate uh, from this weekend. Republicans pounce, says Jamal Bowman, accused of pulling the fire alarm. It was a moment of panic in a vestibule, don't you understand? Listen to AOC, she explains it. Uh, filing a motion of, to expel a member who, in a moment of panic, was trying to escape a vestibule? Right. Give me a right. break. You ever been stuck who among in a- us is not to find ourselves in a vestibule at one moment in our lives or another and just panic? Oh, God, I'm in a vestibule! You look around and you think, how am I going to get out of this vestibule? And you just fall apart. Right, right, it happens. So the only reason I bring this back up is that uh, his uh, Jamal Bowman's office, he's a Marxist from New York, he's just a putz. Uh, they, his office came up with a list of talking points that they sent around to Democrats to how to deal with this. Uh, in an email to the House Democrats, Bowman's team gave, quote, suggested talking points, quote, and this is from Politico, Republicans need to instead focus their energy on their Nazi members of their party before anything else. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Actually dropped an N-bomb that was retracted later in the day, <laughs> but calling Republicans Nazis really, really, anyway, moving along. He's a dope. I thought this was so interesting in revealing um, uh, the uh, the Free Beacon reporting on uh, the mayor of San Francisco proposing drug tests be used and required for recipients of welfare. If you're a junkie, you don't get taxpayer money. 
Is London Breed not the living embodiment of what's the definition of a conservative, uh, a liberal who's been mugged, mm. or a liberal who's seen her beloved city mugged by terrible policy? But the uh, Free Beacon took to the streets and uh, and interviewed several drug users, quite a few drug users. Said resident Amy Brown, it's our choice if we want to use. This is unfair. Okay, so you're a drug addict street person sopping up public benefits, but the people giving you those benefits have no right to. Okay, all right. Shelley Brown, another resident, told the San Francisco Chironicle, quote, I want to cry just thinking about it. Said druggy Clayton Johnson. What if what are they going to do? Starve to death? What if they have kids? How are you just going to cut them off? Really interesting. It's our right. It's our choice if we want to use. That's the question I've always got with my libertarian friends who talk about the war on drugs being a failure. Or all drugs should be legal. Well, that that works for me, I guess, if we don't have a welfare state that's going to support anybody's bad habits at my expense. But we do. And the great miserable failing, partly because of the courts, is that the simple, and this works all over the world, all over the world, countries do this, we're not going to arrest you for doing drugs or possessing drugs. But if you do anything that we do arrest people for, the fact that you're on drugs has nothing to do with it. We're going to arrest you, and you're going to feel the, the, the brunt of the legal system. Of course, you don't get a pass for being a responsible, law-abiding citizen because you're a drug user. That's a ridiculous notion. But because the left and the courts have managed to cloud in people's minds the fact that junkies are homeless, it's homeless people, people experiencing homelessness, it's the unhoused. They've managed to smear the issue to criminal junkies are now called the unhoused, and how can you punish it? You can't criminalize being homeless. It's just that there are no adults. Terrible. Idiotic. Good luck, San Francisco. Do you want to hear about the Nobel Prize in Physics that was just awarded moments ago? I think you can better answer that question than me if you know who got it and, and what it is. To see if you can understand it? That's always the oh, question, Oh, I guarantee right? I can't. Yeah. No. Unless they say, uh, the, uh, the team from Japan invented a cord that charges your phone faster. <laughs> right, the, which would be forget awesome. It. Yeah. So it went to a handful of people that you don't know for their experiments that have given humanity new tools for exploring the world of electrons inside atoms and molecules. Finally. Electrons move at a whopping 43 miles a second. Well, I try to that is that. whopping. Yeah. This speed... Consider, co- color me whopped. <laughs> <laughs> this speed long made them impossible to study. The new experiment techniques created by these three scientists use short light pulses to capture an electron's movement at a single moment in time. Think of a rotating fan at its highest speed, writes the New York Times. Each each blade is a blur, but if you point a strobe light at the fan, every flash will illuminate a frozen moment in time. As the flashes get shorter, more information about the fan is revealed. In the study of the movement of electrons, uh, uh, to use the pulse of light is at an attosecond, A-T-T-O, attosecond. An attosecond, you're going to want to, so, you know, I'll be back in a millisecond. It'll take a nanosecond to, this is the new one. I hate when people say that, but okay, this is the new one. Well, if you're the sort of person that says that, this is the new one. (laughs) 
An attosecond is one quintillionth, which I thought was a made-up word that I just used regularly. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a real word. Apparently a, not. An attosecond is one quintillionth of a second. That is short. Um, the number of attoseconds in a single second is this. This is a, an amazing statistic. Are you ready for this? My, I don't know. <laughs> the number of attoseconds in a single second is the same as the number of all the seconds that have elapsed since the universe burst into existence 13.8 billion years ago. What the what? According to the uh, Academy of Sciences, which gives out the no- Nobel Prize. Yeah, aside from being whopped by the number, uh, yeah, I do think I, I, I uh, comprehend what they're doing here. It's yeah, amazing. Well, yeah, How yeah, fast yeah. did you say electrons move? Uh, several miles per second. Was it three miles? 43 miles a second. I guarantee mine don't. But yeah, so we all... I, I have very slow We all get that. You don't even need to have a strobe light on a fan. If you blink, you, you see it stop, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like tires on a road. You blink and you see the wheel. Um, so they're doing that with something that's traveling much faster with this light that flashes at an attosecond. But that number is an, an amazing number. Absolutely. The yeah. number of attoseconds in a single second is the same of all the seconds since the universe began. 13.8 billion years ago. That is amazing. That is a tiny slice of time. I'll be back in an ad a second. Be the first to say that in your meeting. So, uh, um, okay. I was going to ask, well, what might this new tool bring us in terms of useful knowledge? But I, it's probably at Joe, that point that I wouldn't be able to It allows to us to address fundamental questions. So I'm saying this off the top of my head. Such as the time scale of the photoelectric effect. The release Whoa. of electrons from a material when light shines on it. Oh. Einstein received the 1921 Nobel Prize for this very question. Anyway. You get a Nobel Prize for asking a question? Uh, it may lead to advances in electronic circuitry, drug design, and materials used for batteries. Drug design? Can't even imagine why. Yeah. Okay, you're clearly, now you're explaining Sunday to a dog. <laughs> As the old saying now, goes. Today is Sunday. <laughs> no, 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 no. The weekend is two days, generally speaking, a Saturday and a Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> exactly. That's me right here. So I love the meme that's going around. In this house, we believe in science, oh, except yeah. biological science and the science of reproduction. We don't believe in those. Some gender bending madness coming up after a brief break. Yet another dude who calls himself a girl and people around say, oh, I guess it's a girl. And he is whooping up on all the other girls in high school sports. We'll be back in two out of seconds. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Word is out. All the reporting is Democrats have no interest in saving Kevin McCarthy. So he will be booted out today, probably, as Speaker of the House. Nature abhors a vacuum, Jack. And so does the House of Representatives. They can't do anything until they got a new speaker. And nobody wants the job. Funny. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, just uh, chaos. Anyway, speaking of chaos, uh, this is just, it's a weird time we're living through. It will not last forever. Here's a high school boy says, now I'm a girl, and the idiotic Maine, that's the state of Maine, uh, Principals Association or whoever decides this sort of thing says, yes, if you declare yourself a girl, you can compete in girls' sports. And so this young man who was 172nd uh, in the district uh, last year in the uh, cross-country competition is now the fourth-ranked in the – or something like that? Yeah. Uh, The fourth-ranked competitor, that's something else. Boy, she must have been training hard since he decided that he was a girl – uh, this person, and you know what? It's it's a minor. I'm not going to use this person's name. It's in a bunch of news accounts, but um, uh, you get to be stupid and misguided as a kid. Um, but this person, first name Soren, uh, has now raced up 168 spots in the ranking. Yes, um, competed in the main festival of champions, finished fifth. Uh, as uh, Soren sprinted to the finish in a time, uh, well, I don't want to give it away, uh, but listen to the tape of uh, the bystanders as this young man is finishing. Way to cheat, bro. Way to cheat, bro. Nice job, bro. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. Well, and people uh, the on the thing scene. It's horrible that it's happening. Oh, it is. It is. And that's uh, one high school kid taunting another. Um, you know, uh, more and more woman, young women athletes and their parents are coming out, though. That whole I'm terrified to talk about it period is over. And that's great news. Here's one young female runner. It's not fair to a female who's trained hard. Males are biologically faster than females with testosterone. They need to run under their biological gender. Uh, mother said, men are simply larger, faster, and stronger than their female counterparts. Imagine living in a world where you have to point that out. And I've seen this picture in the video. It's a dude. He is a very athletic-looking young man. But you know, of course, that the other side, the fact that he finished fifth is an argument that, see, 
men are not better than women automatically. Yeah, so what are you talking argument. about? I, I agree. Absolutely idiotic argument. One father of physician whose two children compete in Maine's high school cross-country uh, competition said it was profoundly unfair. Quote, if a boy competing in a sporting event were found to be using performance-enhancing drugs, he would be disqualified due to the presumption of unfair competitive advantage. If instead the same boy chose to compete as a girl, he would not only be disqualified due to his enormous presumptive competitive advantage, he would be lauded, feted, and applauded. For the boys, it would be tragic, for it teaches them things that simply do not apply outside of the very t- narrow time and place in which we currently reside. And for the girls, it's the grossest of injustices in every conceivable way, because it forces them to participate in, and to some extent, accept something which is manifestly false. They must, like it or not, participate in the lie, which is very eloquent, and that's what I've been saying for a very long time, and why you can't be forced to adopt the nomenclature, the, the language of the left. Don't don't call pediatric sex trait modification, gender affirming care. And I was so annoyed. <clears throat> I still love Brett Bear, but last night on a special report, he was talking about the, the, the gal, uh, the Maryland woman who is the new senator from California. And uh, Brett dutifully using the language of the left said, she's the first uh, black woman, uh, uh, the first black LGBTQIA plus woman to serve in the Senate. And I'm like, Brett, why the alphabet soup? Do you understand why that bowl of alphabet soup exists? It's so that they can group lesbians with gays and bisexuals and transgender people and queer and uh, and asexual and uh, intersex. I and, then and the plus American. all those other. Yeah, two-spirit and blah, 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 all, all down the line, so that r- rhetorically the gay, they can say, well, we have gay rights, so of course we have to have transgender rights, which means they get to go into the women's bathroom and compete with women's sports. They're intentionally grouping all of those people together. Uh, LaFonza, what's her name? Is it Ellis, her last name? Oh. Um, anyway, uh, the new uh, senator from Maryland, who's the senator from California, um, she's not, uh, she's lesbian. She's not G, she's not B, she's not Q, T, I, A, plus, minus. She's lesbian. It's an effort from the left to make us adopt their language. Butler is her name. Thank you. Um, Don't do it. The same old words we've been using for a very long time are fine. They're perfectly adequate. Don't let the left reinvent language to win the argument presumptively. I mean, you get this, right? Gender-affirming care ends the argument. You're just affirming the gender that they are. No, they're not a confused adolescent like this poor kid. Delusional. He's 100% a dude. He's wearing lipstick. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. I knew there was one more. I was uh, listening to NPR before the show today to punish myself for my sins. And, uh, and they were doing a report on uh, preventing HIV in black women. And they, like three-quarters of the time, it wasn't 100% of the time, which was weird, but three-quarters, 80% of the time, they said cisgender women, cis women. When it comes to protecting cis women against blah, blah, blah. And I thought, that's like me going into a clothing store and having the clerk constantly refer to two-armed shirts. And we have this two-armed shirt. We have that two-armed shirt. Because there's a vanishingly small population of people who have only one arm. 
for whatever reason. God bless you. I hope you have a happy life in spite of your handicap. Um, but the idea that you have to point out that women are cisgender women is laughable. Don't do it. <laughs> Two arm shirts. <laughs> Now, you see, this two-armed sports coat is very attractive with this two-armed shirt. Why would you say that? Cisgender, please. So the Pope is calling some sort of big Catholic meeting that's been anticipated for a couple of years. I'm going to talk about some rules changes, and there's some rumors out there that they might uh, might be moving toward allowing women to be deacons or something else. And uh, allowing some sort of same-sex marriages to be performed in the Catholic Church. I don't know if those rumors are accurate or not, but the Washington Post is positioning it as conservative Catholics dreading the new meeting or whatever coming up. Of course, they have to put it in some sort of negative sure. light. but As opposed right. to like embracing the fact that the Catholic Church might be modernizing their standards, they got to make it a negative story somehow. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to be bothered by that if it happens. Well, and they get to do the uh, old, uh, the other thing I heard on NPR was it's banned book week, or maybe it was uh, USA Today. It's banned book week, and and the banning of books is increasing. You know, here's what we have to do on the right. We'd never do it because it's repulsive, but have a book about Johnny's conservative and have that book be sexually explicit as hell, including with the illustrations, graphic illustrations of Johnny getting it on with every chick. He can get drunk or talking to sex or whatever. And then when they ban it, we get to say they're banning it because Johnny's conservative play their game. It's idiotic. You can't introduce porn into schools. And then because kind of a subplot of the book is dude is gay. So they're bad at it because it's gay. <laughs> don't fall for that crap, America. Yeah, don't get stuck. Uh, don't have a moment of panic in the vestibule of logic. That's what I say. Right. Boy, when I get done right reading, or I'm going to write Johnny's conservative this afternoon. And, man, it's going to make Marines blush. <laughs> like longshoremen are going to say, oh, too much. But we're going to get it in schools, and they better not ban our book because Johnny's conservative. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a segment. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 